Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books, right here in the Haven, which is located in Hive, southeast England, in Kent, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. And we're holed up here, me and Abhay Das Brahmachari, um, trying to maintain the atmosphere in this uh, little ashram and at the same time spread the glories of Srila Prabhupada's transcendental literatures. Um, Shabda Brahma, uh, transcendental sound, which has the potency to awaken one's attachment to Krishna. With the attachment to Krishna, um, detachment from material existence and automatic uh, relief from the miseries of material life. We pray that you're all well and safe and happy and uh, Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami is the nicest glorification of the Bhagavatam I've ever heard. Uh, it goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha <clears throat> Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds sarva bhagavata prana srimad bhagavata prabho kali kalidvanduditaditya shri krishna parivartita o life heir of all the supreme lord's devotees o master srimad bhagavatam you are the sun risen in the darkness of kali you are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prima Varshakshadayate Sarvadasavasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Mareka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manistadaga madbhagya madanandanamastute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chuchatakara hanamunchagadachin mam premna ritkantayokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya.
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते
and play with it for some time and then kill it. Similarly, the Lord could have killed the demon at once, but he played with him in the same way as a child plays with a snake before killing it. Brahma requested, however, that since the demon was more wicked and undesirable than a serpent, there was no need to play with him. It was his wish that he be killed at once, without delay. Text 25 Brahma continued, My dear Lord, you are infallible. Please, kill this sinful demon before the demoniac hour arrives and he presents another formidable approach favorable to him. You can kill him by your internal potency without doubt. Text 26 <clears throat> My Lord, the darkest evening which covers the world is fast approaching. Since you are the soul of all souls, kindly kill him and win victory for the demigods. Text 27 The auspicious period known as Abhijit, which is, the most, which is most opportune for victory, commenced at midday, but has all but passed. Therefore, in the interest of your friends, please dispose of this formidable foe quickly. 28. This demon, luckily for us, has come to his, of his own accord to you. His death ordained by you. I'll, I'll read that again. This demon, luckily for us, has come of his own accord to you. His death ordained by you. Therefore, exhibiting your ways, kill him in the duel and establish the world in peace. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the third canto, 18th chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled The Battle Between Lord Bor and the Demon Hiranyaksha. All glories to Lord Bor. All glories to Lord Brahma, who was instigating the Lord to kill Lord the, the demon Hiranyaksha immediately. Hare Krishna. Okay, we're moving on to chapter 19. The killing of the demon Hiranyaksha. Text 1. Sri Maitreya said, After hearing the words of Brahma, the Creator, which were free from all sinful purposes and as sweet as nectar, the Lord heartily laughed and accepted his prayer with a glance laden with love. Purport. The word nirvyalika is very significant. The prayers of the demigods or devotees of the Lord are free from all sinful purposes. But the prayers of demons are always filled with sinful purposes. The demon Hiranyaksha became powerful by deriving a boon from Brahma and after attaining that boon he created a disturbance because of his sinful intentions. The prayers of Brahma and the other demigod and other demigods are not to be compared to the prayers of the demons. Their purpose is to please the Supreme Lord. Therefore the, the Lord smiled 
and accepted the prayer to kill the demon. Demons, who were never interested in praising the Supreme Personality of Godhead because they have no information of Him, go to the demigods. And in Bhagavad Gita, this is condemned. Persons who go to the demigods and pray for advancement in sinful activities are considered to be bereft of all intelligence. Demons have lost all intelligence because they do not know what is actually their self-interest. Even if they have information of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they decline to approach Him. It is not possible for them to get their desired boons from the Supreme Lord because their purposes are always sinful. It is said that, that it is said that the Dacoits in Bengal used to worship the goddess Kali for fulfillment of their sinful desires to plunder others' property. But they never went to a Vishnu temple because they might have been unsuccessful in praying to Vishnu. Therefore, the prayers of the demigods or the devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are always untinged by sinful purposes. Text 2 mm. The Lord, who had appeared from the nostril of Brahma, sprang and aimed his mace at the chin of his enemy, the Hiranyaksha demon, who was stalking fearlessly before him. Text 3 Struck by the demon's mace, however, the Lord's struck by the demon's mace, however, the Lord's mace slipped from his hand and looked splendid as it fell down, whirling. This was miraculous, for the mace was blazing wonderfully. Text four. Even though the demon had an excellent excellent opportunity to strike his unarmed foe, Without obstruction, he respected the law of single, single combat, thereby kindling the fury of the Supreme Lord. Text 5 As the Lord's mace fell to the ground and a cry of alarm arose from the witnessing crowd of gods and rishis, the Personality of Godhead acknowledged the demon's love of righteousness and therefore invoked his Sudarsan disc. Text 6 <clears throat> As the disc began to revolve in the Lord's hands and the Lord contended at close quarters with, with the chief of his Vaikuntha attendants who had been born as Hiranyaksha, the vile son of Ditti, there issued from every direction strange expressions uttered by those who were witnessing from airplanes. They had no knowledge of the Lord's reality, and they cried, May victory attend you. Pray, dispatch him. Play, with him. Play no more with him. Text 7 When the demons saw the personality of Godhead, who had eyes just like lotus petals, standing in position before him, armed with his Sudarshan disc, his senses were overpowered 
by indignation. He began to hiss like a serpent, and he bit his lip in great resentment. Text 8 The demon who had fearful tusks stared at the personality of Godhead as though to burn him. Springing into the air, he aimed his mace at the Lord, explaining at the same time, You are slain. Text 9 O saintly Vidura, while his enemy looked on, the Lord in his boar form, the enjoyer of all sacrificial offerings, playfully knocked down the mace with his left foot, even as it came upon him with the force of a tempest. Text 10 The Lord then said, Take up your weapon and try again, eager as you are to conquer me. Challenged in these words, the demon aimed his mace at the Lord and once more loudly roared. Text 11 When the Lord saw the mace flying toward him, he stood firmly where he was and caught it with the same ease as Garuda, the king of birds, would seize a serpent. Text 12 His valor thus frustrated, the great demon felt humiliated and was put out of continence. He was reluctant to take back the mace when it was offered by the personality of Godhead. Text 13 He, he now took a trident which was as rapacious as a flaming fire and hurled it against the Lord, the enjoyer of all sacrifices, even as one would use penance for a malevolent, malevolent purpose against a holy brahmana. Text 14 Hurled by the mighty demon, hurled by the mighty demon with all his strength, the flying trident shone brightly in the sky. The personality of Godhead, however, tore it to pieces with his discus, Sudarshan which had a sharp-edged rim, even as Indra cut off a wing of Garuda. Purport The context of the reference given herein regarding Garuda and Indra is this. Once upon a time, Garuda, the carrier of the Lord, snatched away a nectar pot from the hands of the demigods in heaven in order to liberate his mother, Vinata, from the clutches of his stepmother, Kadru, the mother of the serpents. On learning of this, Indra, the king of heaven, hurled his thunderbolt against Garuda. With a view to respect the infallibility of Indra's weapon, Garuda thought otherwise, Garuda, though otherwise invincible, being the Lord's own mount, dropped one of his wings which was shattered to pieces by the thunderbolt. The inhabitants of higher planets are so sensible that even in the process of fighting they observe the preliminary rules and regulations of gentleness. In this case, Garuda wanted to show respect for Indra since he knew that Indra's weapon must destroy something. He offered his wing. 
text 15. The demon was enraged when his trident was cut to pieces by the discus of the personality of Godhead. He therefore advanced toward the Lord and roaring aloud struck his hard fist against the Lord's broad chest which bore the mark of Shivats. Then he went out of sight. Purport Shivats is a curl of white hair on the chest of the Lord which is a special sign of his being the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In Vaikuntha Loka or in Goloka Vrindavan, the inhabitants are exactly of the same form as the Personality of Godhead. But by this Srivats mark on the chest of the Lord, he is distinguished from all others. Text 16 Hit in this, ma hit in this manner by the demon, hit in this manner by the demon, O Vidura. The Lord who had appeared as the first boar did not feel the least quaking in any part of his body, any more than an elephant, any, any more than an elephant would when struck with a wreath of flowers. Purport As previously explained, the demon was originally a servitor of the Lord in Vaikuntha, but somehow or other he fell as a demon. His fight with the Supreme Lord was meant for his liberation. The Lord enjoyed the striking on his transcendental body, just like a fully grown-up father fighting with his child. Sometimes a father takes pleasure in having a mock fight with his small child, and similarly the Lord felt Hiranyaksha's striking on his body to be like flowers offered for worship. In other words, the Lord desired to fight in order to enjoy his transcendental bliss. Therefore, he enjoyed the, the attack. Text 17 The demon, however, employed many conjuring tricks against the personality of Godhead, who is the Lord of Yogamaya. At the sight of this, people were filled with alarm and thought that the dissolution of the universe was near. Purport The fighting enjoyment of the Supreme Lord with his devotee, who had been converted into a demon, appeared severe enough to bring about the dissolution of the universe. This is the greatness of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Even in the wavering of his little finger, even the wavering of his little finger appears to be a great and very dangerous movement in the eyes of the inhabitants of the universe. Text 18 Fierce winds began to blow from all directions, spreading darkness occasioned by dust and hailstorms. Stones came in volleys from every corner as if thrown by machine guns. Text 19 The luminaries in outer space disappeared due to the skies being overcast with masses of clouds which were accompanied by lightning and thunder. The sky rained, pus, hair, blood, stool, urine, 
and bones. Text 20. O sinless Vidura, mountains, discharged weapons of various kinds, and naked demonesses, armed with tridents, appeared with their hair hanging loose. Text 21 Cruel and savage slogans were uttered by hosts of ruffian yakshas and rakshasas, who all, <clears throat> who all either marched on foot or rode on horses, elephants, or chariots. Text 22 The Lord, <clears throat> the Lord, the personal enjoyer of all sacrifices, now discharged his beloved Sudarshan, which was capable of dispersing the magical forces displayed by the demon. Purport. Even famous yogis and demons can sometimes enact very magical feats by their mystical power. But in the presence of the Surashan Chakra, when it is let loose by the Lord, all such magical jugglery is dispersed. The instance of the quarrel between Durvasa Muni and Maharaj Ambarish is a practical example in this matter. Durvasa Muni wanted to display many magical wonders, but when the Surashan Chakra appeared, Durvasa himself was afraid and fled to various planets for his personal protection. The Lord is described here as Tripat, which means that he, his, that he is the enjoyer of three kinds of sacrifices. In Bhagavad Gita, the Lord confirms that he is the beneficiary and enjoyer of all sacrifices, penances and austerities. The Lord is the enjoyer of three kinds of yajna, as further described in the Bhagavad Gita, there are sacrifices of goods, sacrifices of meditation, and sacrifices of philosophical speculation. Those on the paths of jnana, yoga, and karma all have to come in the end to the Supreme Lord because Vasudeva Sarvamiti. The Supreme Lord is the ultimate enjoyer of everything. That is the perfection of all sacrifice. Text 23 At that very moment, a shudder suddenly ran through the heart of Diti, the mother of Hiranyaksha. She recalled the words of her husband, Kashapa, and blood flowed from her breasts. Purport At Hiranyaksha's last moment, his mother, Diti, remembered what, his what her husband had said. Although her sons would be demons, they would have the advantage of being killed by the personality of Godhead himself. She remembered this incident by the grace of the Lord, and her breasts flowed blood instead of milk. In many instances we find that when a mother is moved by affection for her sons, Milk flows from her breasts. In the case of the demon's mother, 
The blood could not transform into milk, but it flowed down her breasts as it was. Blood transforms into milk. To drink milk is auspicious, but to drink blood is inauspicious, although they are one and the same thing. Interesting. This formula is applicable in the case of cow's milk also. Text 24. When the demon saw his magical forces dispelled, he once again came into the presence of the personality of Godhead, Keshava, and, full of rage, tried to embrace him within his arms to crush him. But to his great amazement, he found the Lord standing outside the circle of his arms. Purport In this verse, the Lord is addressed as Keshava because he killed the demon Keshi in the beginning of creation. Keshava is also the, a name of Krishna. Krishna is the origin of all incarnations and it is confirmed in Brahma Sangita that Govinda, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the cause of all causes, exists simultaneously in his different incarnations and expansions. The demon's attempt to measure the Supreme Personality of Godhead is significant. The demon wanted to embrace him with his arms, thinking that with his limited arms he would capture the Absolute by material power. He did not know that God is the greatest of the great and the smallest of the small. No one can capture the Supreme Lord or bring him under his control. But the demoniac person always attempts to measure the length and breadth of the Supreme Lord. By his inconceivable potency, the Lord can become the universal form, as explained in Bhagavad Gita. And at the same time, he can remain within the box of his devotees as their worshipable deity. There are many devotees who keep a statue of the Lord in a small box and carry it with them everywhere. Every morning they worship the Lord in the box. The Supreme Lord Keshava, or the Personality of Godhead Krishna, is not bound by any measurement of our calculation. He can remain with his devotee in any suitable form, yet he is unapproachable by any amount of demoniac activities. Text 25 the demon now began to strike the Lord with his hard fists. But Lord Adhoksaja slapped him in the root of the ear, even as Indra, the Lord of the Maruts, hit the demon Vritra. Purport The Lord is explained here to be Adhoksaja, beyond the reach of all material calculation. Akshaya Akshaja means the measurement of our senses and Adhokshaja means that which is beyond the measurement of our senses. Text 26 Though struck indifferently by the Lord, the conqueror of all, the demon's body began to reel. 
his eyeballs bulged out of their sockets, his arms and legs broken, and the hair on his head scattered. He fell down dead, like a gigantic tree uprooted by the wind. Purport. It does not take even a moment for the Lord to kill any powerful demon, including Hiranyaksha. The Lord could have killed him long before, but he allowed the demon to display the full extent of his magical feats. One may know that the, by magical feats, by scientific, scientific advancement of knowledge, or by material power, one cannot become the equal of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. His one signal is sufficient to destroy all our attempts. His inconceivable power, as displayed here, is so strong that the demon, despite all his demoniac maneuvers, was killed by the Lord when the Lord desired, simply by one slap. Text 27 Aja, Brahma and others arrived on this spot to see the fearfully tusked demon lying on the ground biting his lip the glow of his face was yet unfaded and Brahma admiringly said admiringly said oh who could meet such blessed death purport Although the demon was dead, his bodily luster was unfaded. This is very peculiar, because when a man or animal is dead, the body immediately becomes pale, the luster gradually fades, and decomposition takes place. But here, though, although Hiranyaksha lay dead, his bodily luster was unfaded, because the Lord, the Supreme Spirit was touching his body. One's bodily luster remains fresh only as long as the spirit soul is present. Although the demon's soul had departed his body, the Supreme Spirit touched the body, and therefore his bodily luster did not fade. The individual soul is different from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One who sees the Supreme Personality of Godhead when he quits his body is certainly very fortunate and therefore personalities like Brahma and the other demigods eulogized the death of the demon. Text 28 Brahma continued He was struck by a forefoot of the Lord, whom yogis seeking freedom from their unreal material bodies meditate upon in seclusion in mystic trance. While gazing on his countenance, this crest jewel of Diti's sons has cast off his mortal coil. Purport The process of yoga is very clearly described in this verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. It is said here that the ultimate end of the yogis and mystics who perform meditation is to get rid of this material body. Therefore they meditate in secluded places 
to attain yogic trance. Yoga has to be performed in a secluded place, not in public or in a demonstration on stage, as nowadays practiced by many so-called yogis. Real, yogi, real yoga aims at ridding one of the material body. Yoga practice is not intended to keep the body fit and strong. Such advertisements of so-called yoga are not approved by any standard method. Particularly mentioned in this verse is the word yam or unto whom, indicating that meditation should be targeted on the personality of Godhead. Even if one concentrates his mind on the bore form of the Lord, that is also yoga. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, one who concentrates his mind constantly in meditation upon the personality of Godhead in one of his many varieties of forms is the first class yogi. And he can very easily attain trance simply by meditating upon the form of the Lord. If one is able to continue such meditation on the Lord's form at the time of one's death, one is liberated from this mortal body and is transferred to the kingdom of God. This opportunity was given to the demon by the Lord, and therefore Brahma and other demigods were astonished. In other words, the perfection of yoga practice can be attained by a demon also if he is simply kicked by the Lord. Text 29. How many verses are there in chapter? Many more. Okay. There's 38 total. Mm -hmm. So we'll stop our reading. It's almost 8 o'clock. And I've been talking all day. I'm, my voice is starting to go. So, um, we'll start tomorrow with text 30. Well, we'll start with 29. And we'll be waiting in anticipation of the reflections of the devotees on this wonderful battle that happened between Lord Bor and Hiranyaksha, the first demon. The first is from Rati Manjari. Jai Rati Manjari Hare Krishna. Jai Guru Maharaj, my dependable shelter. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Let it be so. Let me become dependable. And from Bhakta Christopher? Yes, Bhakta Christopher. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. <coughs> All glories to His Divine Grace. 
Hare Krishna. And from Paramananda. Yes, Paramananda. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Our divine, our daily lifeline to the divine. Thank you to the transcendental peon. Hare Krishna. Thanks very much. At least you're, you're yeah, designating me properly. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. And from Kopakanya. Yes, Kopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all the assembled sages, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Sriman Bhagavatam. Jai Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. And from Daitari Hari. Yes, Daitari Hari. Hari Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for tonight's reading. I was just wondering if the demigods fear that the Lord might be defeated is impelled by a different energy than when the inhabitants of Vrindavan fear Krishna might be defeated by a demon. The demigods are under the modes of nature, so is their fear based on their material calculations of the situation, or is it an action of yoga maya? Well, you know, when, when the Lord is having his personal pastimes, uh, everything that's connected with it is under the direction of yoga maya. So even even though the demigods are not what, what, you, what you would say completely free from the modes of nature in association with Krishna, they can also uh, act under the influence of yoga maya. Yes. Anything connected directly with Krishna or one of his expansions, Vishnu Tattva, they are uh, under, under different energy. Even if it's only momentary. Even, even if only momentarily they become influenced by Yoga Maya. Still, you know. They know that, he, that Krishna cannot be killed. Cannot be defeated. But Yoga Maya makes them think that perhaps he can be. Hare Krishna, that's Yoga Maya. Audrey? Yes, Audrey. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Something from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for tonight's reading. Yes, you are my dependable and 
Yes, you are dependable and reliable for me, daily pulling my mind towards transcendence, where reality takes place. I was glad to hear the account of the battle of Lord Varaha with the demon Hiranyaksha, and to hear more about the battle codes which even the Lord and the demons adhere to. Yes, yes, they, they had nobility. Even in the bodies of demons, they, they follow the laws of nature. They follow the laws of the Vedas. It's considering what's going on in the world right now. It's inconceivable how they, how 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 it can be like that. But that's the benefit of the Vedic culture. And then if someone isn't doesn't follow it, it sticks out like becomes very glaring what is wrong and what is right. Now there's so much mess going on. You can barely tell. What what's uh, you know the different uh, degrees of you know nonsense that goes on? It's all so degraded. Hare Krishna, thanks. That's a nice reflection. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. It's wonderful how Krishna uh, is so protective of his devotees and the demigods. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai Samabeda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo See you tomorrow tomorrow night same time, same place, same topic as the pastimes of the Lord continued to expand and we're moving towards Kabiladev's explanation of the creation of the universe, which is the most profound one in the Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow. Hare Bo.